0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers. Of
1: everything and
0: nothing. We we are are Conversation Conversation Con Con Artists. artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point.
1: And I am Calamity
0: Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists, back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore On Point. And on TikTok, at Eddie B. Talking and Eddie Eating. And I could
1: be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter. Well, the whole show is basically a big-ass listener letter. <laughs> so if you want to send us something to respond to, Reddit letter. Um, posts, whatever, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is artists at com, or you can uh, find us on the aforementioned social media.
0: You can um, send us some news that you want us to respond to as well. We just ain't really choosing that thing ourselves. You know what yeah. i mean? <laughs> These days anyway, the news just been kind of like, yeah. yeah. Especially celebrity news. Celebrity news been... If we were doing celebrity news, we'd be talking about Blueface and uh, his damn girlfriend. We've been the talking thing, about that shit every other yeah.
1: week. And I, you know, I got I'm old and I'm I'm accepting that because a lot of these new celebrities I don't even know who the fuck these people are, what they do. Like I be on Instagram, like, who is this? Who is this? Because I don't I don't follow or give a fuck about any of these people. So like I see all of these names and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are to even give a fuck about them, right? All these little new artists, all the little YMB, blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't care. <laughs> we I don't just consume stop caring. Enough.
0: We don't consume enough. No. <laughs> you be in your world, I be in my world. I be on TikTok and on the game. You be on the game. Yeah. And on dating sites, posting the pictures that you have of those dudes to us on the group.
1: Yo, <laughs> it's <laughs> so
0: fucking
1: it funny like y'all don't understand how ridiculous i i really my thing is when you make a dating profile like you you think that you're putting out the stuff that's gonna get you dates i would assume and so what what these men think (laughs) gonna get them dates is astounding it's amazing a lot of new black israelites um a lot of them that have been liking my profile and I go to their profile and it's talking about like, I, I screen captain sent one that just said he just want a woman um, that re that reads the Bible or that read the Bible. And I was like, well, I mean, I read the Bible. I don't, I don't think that's what, I, I think there's more qualifications than that, sir. Cause I mean, I read it, but I don't think you're going to like my interpretation of it. And I also don't think that it's going to give you what you thinking you're going to get. Because I think in his mind, reading the Bible means you're going to do all of the stuff that it says and that you're going to treat him like the king that he is. And uh, that's not his literal wish... only thing on his profile was, I just want a woman
0: that then read the Bible. I wish Hebrew Israelites knew how unpopular they were amongst people, especially amongst <laughs> black people. And, and the crazy thing is, like the social dialogue around Hebrew Israelites is they just anti-black <laughs> Like, they so anti-black, they rather say, we the original Jewish people. (laughs) Like, they don't want to be black so bad. You know, or we the original Hebrews or whatever, whatever it is. But there is probably something embedded in their doctrine and their followings that emphasizes that you're going to be hated. So, it's like they wouldn't even look at themselves being looked at negatively as bad. It's just a part of believing that they are moving in a positive direction in their spirituality because... Or they faith or whatever it is.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> maybe it's like Scientology or some shit. Oh shit.
1: Thank maybe
0: maybe up. like if you get a certain level instead of your third eye opening up, you get like a fourth or a fifth eye or some shit. <laughs> they gonna bring a pamphlet home and be like, "Hey, all you got it. You it'll take you about twelve years to get to the nine eyes, but this the shit you gotta do, okay?"
1: I'm crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. A wife that's willing to read the Bible, period. That's what he said. I'm going back through my screen. I screenshot a lot. There's a lot of men that still use that bejean, bejean, whatever be-gene. that, is that mm-hmm. gives them. It. Do they? Okay, men, listen. It. We know that that's what it. It don't even look real. <laughs> like I don't know if they really believe that. Like this makes their beard look full and luscious and real, but it look like it's painted on we can tell we can see it <laughs> like i i don't understand like
0: <laughs> you might as well go get that lace front beard
1: i had somebody that uh i think had it looked like maybe he had a lace front uh a lot of lot of men in, in jail in prison um and they always, like, so, like, sometimes it won't even be they like my profile. On Facebook dating, they'll do this thing where they're, like, um, you have these things in common. And it'll be shit like going to restaurants. You used to like going to restaurants, nigga. But you, you don't like going now. Because you just go to the cafeteria or the mess hall or whatever the fuck yes, they the, call
0: it. The slop hall is like <laughs> Piccadilly's, though. That's,
1: that's all you do now.
0: It's like Piccadilly's. <laughs> Like that's a restaurant. It's restaurant adjacent. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a restaurant compared to them noodles that you gotta cook in the uh, on on the coffee pot. You probably can't have a coffee pot. No. <laughs> what do they have
1: no. to generate heat? i uh I don't know. Like do I'm gonna use? read this one. This is a 37 year old man because I've screen capped these. Uh, i'm i'm a 65 250 pound fitness fanatic i'm sure you are because what else do you have to do with your time intellectual hopeless romantic i enjoy reading and learning new things working out teaching the youth so i guess prisoners younger than himself and listening to m- mood music that makes you think about life i have been in prison since i was 21 for a crime i didn't commit I used my time wisely and now I'm coming home to everything a man could want in life except a queen and some children. So I'm just looking for a friend that could possibly turn into more. Maybe that's
0: you. How old is he? 37. He been in jail since he was 21? Yes. Oh, he definitely gonna need you to get the strap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Oh know that, that feeds into toxic prison culture, I guess, huh? I <laughs> mean, I mean, should we assume that men who have been to jail have been, you know, ping-ponged? Yeah. Is uh, it wrong to assume that? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, it. I don't know. I have so many of the. I did not. You realize. know what?
0: I mean, the reality is, men who are thirty-seven or thirty-eight who haven't been on social media treat dating apps like MySpace, like if. If these dating apps had HTML coding on it, they'll have dollar signs raining from the top of their page <laughs> when it comes in. And TIU know about that playing in the background. Yeah. Like, that's what would be happening if dudes, you know, had that HTML component to dating apps. But they talk like they from back then. This. The Moors—it's a different—is—it's it's not Hebrew
1: it Like, isn't that a different thing? I don't know. But this guy yeah, in his they, profile—they say
0: they the ones that taught white people how to bathe—he has a fez on. Is that what it's called?
1: The little mm-hmm. hat he has on—the on little
0: his? thing that I pull from Aladdin <laughs> will wear. <laughs> Let yeah. me—any time I see a fez, all I think is fucking a pull from Aladdin. You monkey <laughs> ass nigga.
1: Thirty-six. <laughs> He's thirty-six. His name is Vic. I'm an Asiatic, Moorish-American. Queens, I'm King Vic L. I'm looking for real love. To me, that's someone who wants to figure me out to make me a better person. I love learning about who I am spiritually and through law books. How how do you learn who you
0: are spiritually through law books? (laughs) Uh, maybe it's universal law, some kind of Moorish law, some shit. You know, the Moors be the ones who when the police pull them over, they say I'm a sovereign citizen, you have no rights. Yeah. So it very well may be some shit related to that. I don't know.
1: This nigga said, My this a different dude. My idea of a perfect day is good weed, good vibes, good business, and nasty encounters.
0: Well, (laughs) goddamn.
1: I mean, he get to the point.
0: But that's a red flag, yo. <laughs> that's a red. Your weed is going to be laced.
1: Then this dude, Charles, 33.
0: Your weed going to just... have a crushed up Quaalude in it. <laughs> because I feel like he's saying things in a progression, or order of progression. He got to start off with the Quaalude weed to get to the nasty encounters. You ain't even going to remember the shit that went on between the, Qua- uh-huh. the between the Quaalude blunt. That's and so whatever funny. you did that night that you' gonna wake up and be like, "What did I do last night?" That's terrible.
1: Um, all right, this there's the last one then we'll we'll move on charles thirty three to be straightforward, I wouldn't date me right now i'm the de- <laughs> I'm the definition of a work in progress. Between getting my personal life and business life in order, my hands are somewhat full. I have a boy and a girl, and I'm pretty big on family. If you foresee that being an issue, let's not waste each other's time, and I wish you the best. But honestly, i love to have someone to just talk with, someone that wants to motivate and inspire each other to keep moving forward. For more details, just ask. Don't get on the dating site. (laughs) Why would you?
0: Or get on the dating site and don't say none of that shit. (laughs) If I were you, I wouldn't date me right now. Swipe. (laughs) Like, who does he think he's attracting? He ain't attracting intelligent women. He ain't attracting women with money. He ain't attracting school women. He ain't attracting young women. He is attracting old women who are trying to find some young meat outside of their marriage. That's it. (laughs) That's the only thing that he's attracting with that. And then I'm big on family. How you got two kids and you big on family? You ain't with the woman? Like, go get back with her. You big on family, go get back with her. So like what she do to you? This or she ain't do nothing to you. What you do to
1: her? You can't come back. Matt is 39, and Matt has six kids. And the top of his thing says, I've got six kids, which I appreciate. Cause like I won't read any further. Thank you. The kids are 19, 18, 17, 15, 14, and (laughs) 6. Every year you was just fucking and making babies.
0: (laughs) Now, what if, would it make a difference to you if all these kids were with one woman and they were in a happy family before and the shit just didn't go well? No. It will not make a difference?
1: No. Six kids? No. I don't want that level of responsibility. I don't want to be that level of involved. That's too much. Even if it was like you and your wife, I don't care. Six kids in the year of our Lord, 2023? No. It would not matter to me. Gotcha. Shit, that's a lot of... He started at 20 and never stopped. Because he's 39 and the oldest child is 19. So at age 20, it was over with. Every year, new baby.
0: I want to know how many STDs he got. (laughs) He's just been hitting people raw? Come
1: on, man. I know you can't look at something but judge a book by its color. Looking at him, though, all all these kids ain't by the same woman. All these children are not by the same Especially not the six-year-old because there's a, what, eight-year... Breaking between the 14 year old and the six year old mm-hmm. i mean i could maybe the five that are stair steppers might have been with us but there's six one that's six one is somebody else's <laughs> but anyway um yeah dating is trash it's i only send them the funny ones but there's really not that many that i actually do swipe on that are not problematic like
0: Most of them look like that shit that I just read. It's ridiculous. Um, Most women, y'all gonna have to deal with a level of problematic. Y'all just need to figure out what kind of man is recoverable from the problematic. That's patriarchy. My threshold's low. Of course your threshold's low. My threshold's
1: very low. You're you.
0: (laughs) But you're going to need to figure out what you can accept on a profile that you can be like, I think I can talk some sense into him.
1: Nothing religion-based. So the Moors, the Hebrew, Israel, like, no, that's...
0: there's. Oh, listen. If you ever bought one of them niggas home, (laughs) you gonna get the worst roasting uh, you think that t-shirt and eyebrow shit is... um, mm -mm. (laughs) No.
1: I still can't believe that nigga said that your eyebrows shield your eyes from the sun and thought I was stupid for being like, what? Like, he looked at me like I was the problem, sir. Even the person in the world with the bushiest of... I'm talking about, like, Guinness Book of World Record eyebrows. They shit is not shielding their eyes from shit. (laughs) I still can't believe he said that. I lost so much respect for him in that... One, because you said this shit, and two, because you're being so fucking condescending to me about it when you wrong and loud <laughs> like what <laughs> but see i left i did that was not why we stopped talking i didn't just immediately walk away when i thought he was an idiot
0: <laughs> if i ever come to your house to meet a dude you're talking to and he'd be like what's up my brother and then he shake my hand <laughs> But this is the move. This is the signature move. Now, they shake your hand, and they take the other hand, and they put it on the backside of your other hand. Like, the they double shaking while I'm single shaking. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. I got to go. I'm just going to be hitting them with this. We don't need to play no games. Because all my answers is going to be something like niggas that wear fezzes and uh, them damn Hebrew Israelite. I'm going to try to find out what it is. We're trying to find out what it is. Oh I'm more, I'm more, I'm more ask Chris, how we feel about Jewish people? <laughs> Are we the Jewish people? I don't understand that stuff. You got an <laughs> opinion, brother? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't um, do it. Don't do it, Ray. You better bring a sensible ass nigga that's intelligent. <laughs> at least. And if you even if you have one of them dudes, he better be smart enough to know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> You know,
1: I wouldn't be able to date him. I wouldn't even be able to keep anybody like that around long enough to even bring around y'all because I would be done. I, I, on the first date, I will probably get up and walk the fuck out of the restaurant as soon as he starts talking that shit. Like, let me help you and me out and not waste any more time.
0: Let me. Okay, so food. okay, so <laughs> let's say you. I know you, you know me, right? Yes. Do you feel like I've been pretty consistent as who I am across the time that you know me? Yeah. I feel like you've been pretty consistent across the time that I've known you. What what would you want me to do? What would you want the plan to be if it if it feels like you're so seemingly indoctrinated by a person <laughs> that you have become like a shell of yourself or oh, somebody God. different than you used to be? Like you just look way different. What what would the plan need to be? We need to come up with plans. I need a plan for if if that happened to me and you need a plan for if that happened to you. Jeez. Do I need to get the boys and uh and get Chris fucking sticks in the back of it, rolling up like old redneck-ass motherfuckers? <laughs> Leroy, catch them. Come get us, brother. We're oh, going to take care of some old uh meat that need to be beat. <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Get the torches. Get the pitchforks. we about to scare a coon tonight.
1: Oh, God. Not that. <laughs> No violence. Don't do that. I'm not saying no violence, but like not like white violence. White violence is different. Don't do white folks' violence. Yeah, you're right.
0: That's a different black level. violence start with a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> like that Malcolm X violence. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Like he shake Martin Luther King Jr. hand and then call him a coon in his next speech. That's how that shit start.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. Um I don't know how or what that handled. I don't know.
1: I can't see it happening. I just, I'm so contrary. That's, I would
0: make you vulnerable.
1: You, He would have to be really good. Like, it would have to be very nuanced, and it would have to be so like, crazily slow that I didn't notice it.
0: Because I... And, and you, I think, you know, we talked about that scale on your relationship, whether you probably need a 7. Mm-hmm. I think a 9 I don't know how you would handle, I don't know how you would manage a nine. You know what I'm saying? Like, a dude who is of an intellectual level of nine and has that level of, like, domineering that kind of puts you, because you always talk about how you need somebody to kind of, like, appropriately somebody, yeah. put you where you need to be at so you don't be doing too much. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Is it possible that there is somebody who puts you in that place to where it's, like, you stop, you stop, you know, being the aggressor to a certain level, and it just you kind of like fall into this role. I mean, I think anybody is susceptible to that at some point, yeah. I don't know. I can't, like, I- how would you get out of that relationship? Like, if you felt he had that, but he the pressure he was putting on was ever so slightly bit by bit, and we're not gonna say abusive, but really. Not giving you a reason not to shift into a different kind of uh, a way of being, I guess. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I one. I I don't know. Part of it is, I feel like the older I get, the more difficult it would be for somebody to do that because the more set in stone shit is for me. Like, I don't know. That he would have to be really fucking good. Um. But I feel like y'all would call me out. I feel like the people that I have in my life whose opinions I give a fuck about, I feel like y'all would notice that shit before it got out of hand. Like, I don't even think it would get to where I was a shell before y'all would be like, what the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> Like, I feel like I had... Because I feel like that really happens when you don't have people around you to check situations that maybe you can't see. But I feel like the people that I have around me would notice it and call it out. Like y'all niggas don't hold shit. So like I feel like like we get together for a game night and y'all would be like, ah, oh, don't bring him. And then it just turned into a whole fucking intervention.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know don't saying? bring and him. Like, okay, so in game night intervention. Something that wouldn't seem odd to him that we we probably need to go to a, a escape room.
1: Yeah. We
0: all gonna have to pay twenty-five dollars to get you in a room and be like <laughs> Hey cameraman, this is not we ain't playing the game. This is an intervention. It's the only way we can get her away from her boyfriend. Fuck this game. We finna sit here in an hour and let her know that she need to cancel that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we would need to do. As long as he, he don't like breakout games.
1: Yeah. Which who doesn't like breakout games? But anyway. <laughs> um speaking of games, I think we'll have interesting, we'll have interesting anecdotes uh next week because we are having a game night with our podcast folks and we are also doing the hot ones challenge so we may or may not record it we're still like trying to figure that part out but like even if we don't record it it'll be some shit to talk about for sure because i eat spicy food but like i don't i don't even think it matters with shit like hot ones Those sauces are not meant to be sauces that you eat in your everyday life. The whole point of that shit is to be ridiculously uncomfortable and painful. And it's not hot sauce. Like, Leroy Ketchup asked, like, what are we going to do with this? I don't give a fuck what we do, because we're getting a whole set of 10. And we're going to do the whole setup the way they do it on the show. I don't care what happened to them after this, because I don't think that these are sauces that you would actually use. Maybe the lower tier ones, but the upper ones, that shit is just for the challenge. You so would have to be a psychopath to just eat that shit <laughs> like so on a Tuesday.
0: Does hot ones only have... Does the set only have sauces in it? Yeah. We should all answer questions while we eating the sauces, like I they do on. High- that. Is that what we do? I,
1: so I thought about that. I was, but the only thing that I have that, because we go, we gonna play games, but I don't have any games that have like them kind of questions. I have the ungame. Get your uh no, get your uh deeper questions games. Oh okay, that's yeah. like relationship things though, ain't it? Why I not? think they're all relationship questions make some shit awkward. Well, yeah, because they're gonna be couples there, so it, it might. I don't uh, want to start a fight
0: <laughs> at the party.
1: If uh, a fight
0: is started, it needed to be not talked about anyway. at my house. <laughs> not like a fight, fight, but like one of those go homes, and when you're in the car riding together, and it's like, that's how you feel about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all
1: right. <laughs> i i did think okay. about that because mm-hmm. yeah, it, yeah it, it's just the hot side it doesn't come because like he's usually interview interviewing specific celebrities so his questions are catered to those celebrities they don't really have like a general question thing so i did think about having something to make everybody have to try to talk through the pain um but i do have that deeper questions game it's just all relationship-based stuff but okay
0: um saturday I can come over to your house at some point this week and like we could just go through them and curate good questions to be t- asking that'll create good group conversation. Yeah. And we can just go through them. I know it's a lot of them. We can just take. There's a fucking ton. Take <laughs> yeah. a handful. You yeah. take a handful. Let's go through them and see what'll be some good questions to spark group dialogue while we're suffering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so, yeah, we're gonna do that. We'll be able to tell you what our uh, opinions of the hot sauces. It is the full set of ten. I think this one is they each season has different sauces. and um, so I got season nineteen. I don't know what season they're on now, but it they're season 19 sauces. So, I'm, I am have on my phone all the sauces. So, I'm going to, like, tell everybody what the Scoville counting is and all of that shit. So, I think it's going to be fun. And I don't know why, you know, we're doing this to ourselves. Uh, entertainment, I guess. But it's going
0: to suck. Uh, uh, why do they have to be called this? What? The website is called Hedonist.
1: Yeah. That's where I ordered them from. Uh. Because Amazon, none of the sets you could get, you couldn't get prime shipping. And so they weren't going to get here until like Friday. And I am somebody that, you know, I'm a preventative kind of a bitch. I was like, it'll be my luck. I will get them from Amazon. They won't get here till Friday and bottles will be broken some shit and fuck up shit. He just could ship it faster. So I'll get it faster know that they're okay. And if they're not okay, try to get a second, like have them send out a replacement in the event that something's broken.
0: Wait a so minute, So I ordered it
1: directly from there. These sauces
0: are stupid.
1: You see the, you looking at season 19? Yeah. Those are the ones we're doing.
0: Okay. Yeah. It go from number one to number eight. There's a reasonable progression of Scoville heat units. 1,600, 15, uh, 1,500, 33,000, 46,000, 69,000, 103,000. One hundred thirty-five thousand, and then it just jump up to six hundred and forty-two thousand. Is that the bomb? No. Which one That's that? unique garlic. Okay. The bomb, the turmeric bomb. Turmeric bomb is number six. Okay. No, the bomb evolution or evolution the bomb. Oh, evolu- Oh, okay. I see. See the bomb. That's What's say one hundred thirty-five thousand Scoville units.
1: Okay, that one on the show even though it's not the highest one, that one seems to be where everybody really starts having fucking issues, is at that one. And then it's just a terrible progression <laughs>
0: from
1: there. So but 642 Scoville Heat
0: Units is going to be a super duper problem.
1: Yeah. Apparently it, well, it's something that's with that specific flavor of sauce that seems to have every, every Hot Ones episode I've ever watched, like when they get to the bomb, people like be fucked up behind it. <laughs> and it's not even the hottest one. The Last Dab is the hottest one, so it's going to be interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll have some funny anecdotes. And like I said, if we record it and post it somewhere, we'll let y'all know, um, logistics of that might be difficult. And we're, it's gonna, we're gonna have people outside of the podcast group. So I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable by recording them, uh, if they don't want to be recorded. So, um, we'll see, but yeah, we're doing that, that, uh, this coming weekend and we'll see. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, I feel like it's just gonna be heat. Like I think at a point when you get to a certain amount of scoville, like it just it's just for the the pain aspect of it. Like I'm not I'm not expecting these to be like flavorful sauces. <laughs> You're not gonna even be able to taste the flavor past the fucking heat. So we'll see. We we shall see. Um, but I think it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be cool. Um, and we'll let y'all know how, how our opinions of the sauces are different from watching people, um, Leroy Ketchum. So if y'all are curious and don't want to like, cause it's, the box of sauces is like $120 for all of them. Uh, if you want to just try some of the sauces and you have a Sam's club near you, wherever you live, Sam's club has a, pa- a bag of chicken, like a hot ones bag that it's got chicken in it, like chicken bites. And then it has three sauces in the bag that you can do. And it's only like $16, I think, at Sam's, if you want one of oh, them.
0: They got a damn game on here called Truth or Dab. <laughs> oh, they do? I didn't really look at their yeah, website. the website. I just like, went on there to, hide yeah. to um, try to order it. I guess it's like Tell the Truth or Dab with this hot sauce. <laughs> oh, fuck that. No. It's going to be bad it's enough to even try to get card. through the ten. To even try to get through the ten. They say card types: truth cards, um, clearly what that is. Roast cards, reader to hear what your friends ready to hear what friends really think about you. Oh, for God's sake! And then best friend trivia. (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: so they do have stuff. but it doesn't come.
1: As far as I saw, the set just has the sauces. There's nothing, but it comes in a box, so I'll know when I get it if there's anything else in the box. I wonder if I I can review this for Amazon.
0: I just became an Amazon influencer. Oh. Well, you basically can review things and they pay you $250 a video.
1: Oh, okay. Even if you didn't get it through it because, like I said, I didn't order yeah, it Yeah, people Amazon. say okay.
0: you, can just, you can just review shit you got in your house already. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that
1: that Amazon not it. getting Prime shipping made me nervous. Though. I, I, when I went to the actual the website, it was faster shipping. And it was free shipping because it's like free shipping over orders of like fifty dollars or some shit and again the the um whole set's hundred and twenty dollars though so yeah but yeah we'll let you know um we don't do we that's have anything- our lives yeah no right
0: <laughs> collaborating with the nerd played in government name podcasts for yeah. a night of passionate heat <laughs> probably <laughs> shouldn't say it. it like that huh
1: nah probably not
0: maybe probably passionate probably not. overdid it
1: <laughs> yeah a little, a little bit. I have two Reddits uh about funeral um like what's a good funeral practices or like going to funerals. So my dad's cousin his cousin his cousin died and the funeral was yesterday, today's Sunday, it was Saturday. I didn't I don't go to funerals unless the last funeral I went to was in twenty sixteen and that was my grandmother. If I didn't know you well, I don't just go. I don't, I don't just go to funerals just to fucking go, right? Like I remember him and seeing him in passing when I was growing up, but like not enough that I'm like gonna go to no fucking funeral. My mom You're was going like,
0: to your daddy funeral? "I'm you gonna the
1: be the one." So <laughs> continue. Oh, I'm gonna go. It's, well, in my mind, I was thinking, is my mom still alive, still or no? <laughs> <laughs> my mom is still alive. Then yes.
0: Oh, your daddy got some kind of layer of protection around him for some reason.
1: Yeah, he gonna outlive us all probably. I mean, I'm gonna have to go because I'm gonna be the one that's gonna have to do it. My mom in a world where my mom dies first, ain't nobody else gonna bury that nigga. I would have to do it, or he ain't gonna have a funeral.
0: You can cremate him.
1: I will probably do that, to be honest.
0: I mean, like, like before he died.
1: No, no. You all, you and this murder, these murder plots. <laughs>
0: I, no,
1: they're murder plots. They are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, I have. Am I, am I the asshole for not wanting to go to my, not wanting my husband to go to his ex's funeral? And then, am I the asshole for expecting my husband to stay home after I was excluded from his friend's funeral? My question is, why were you excluded? What you do? The ex's funeral? Come on now,
0: you won! (laughs) You won! (laughs) You ain't gotta worry about them getting with their ex. You ain't got all they doing is going to see their ex in the casket. You won. Let them go, and you just sit there and bird man hand rub the whole time while they gone. And stop right before they get back. And then give them a hug and ask how was the service. You won. Why are you tripping now?
1: Let's see why. Uh, Okay, so this is the one about not wanting my husband to go to his ex's funeral. I'll admit I'm biased right off the bat. I couldn't stand her. Most people can't stand their significant other's exes. Especially if they were problematic or whatever, girl. Uh, I call her his ex to myself and others. He called her his friend. We're all in our early 40s. She died recently, aneurysm. So she died suddenly as fuck. I've been with him 10 years now, but he'd known her for 20 plus. The way he tells it, they were friends in college, decided to date, got married, and then realized they weren't a great couple and decided to just be friends. All that happened years before I met him. He was clear early on that she was important. She put that in quotation marks. Couple of months into dating, it came up that his friend was actually his ex-wife. Oh, he presented her to you as a friend and then you find out that that was his ex-wife. Yeah, that's kind of fucked situation. up.
0: situation. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's another situation.
1: That's problematic. He explained the above to me, saying she was one of his closest friends and that it was purely platonic. I expressed some discomfort at him being so close to an ex and he told me, that's fine. If you have a serious issue with it, let me know now and save us some time. I'll choose her. Oh, bitch. Okay, go on, choose her then. Oh, I, I like you and all, but I've known her for over 12 years and she's one of my most important people in my life. You'll have to be okay with that if you want us to be a thing. Ooh. When we were engaged, I asked again. He gave me this perplexed look and asked, why would us getting married affect my friendships? I sucked it up and went along. I resented every moment of knowing her, especially when we had to be social. She understood some part of him I couldn't. Her husband was friends with mine as well, so it's not like I could use him as an angle. He'd have lunch with the ex, they'd go to their geeky movies and whatever. The first few times I brought it up, he said, we had this conversation before, you had your chance to back out. She died after they had lunch the other day on the way to her car. God damn. So, <laughs> when I think aneurysm, I always think of people sleeping and dying. I didn't, I never think about like being awake and then just dying. Like, why you doing some shit? Like, why you walking to your fucking car? I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, he spent a bunch of time crying, but honestly, I was relieved. Well, shit. He was working with her husband on Funeral Planet. I told him, you don't think you're going, do you? My argument summed up. She's dead, so she's not a factor anymore. He doesn't get to use his she's my friend excuse since she doesn't exist anymore. He had his cry for a couple of days. He gets to be done with mourning her already. There's no need for him to go to her funeral since I wouldn't want her at his. He was the angriest I've ever seen him when I told him that. I'm sure he was, ma'am. Um, replying that he'll be going no matter how I feel and that he's willing to burn this to the fucking ground while holding up his wedding band. Besides you, she was the closest thing, closest friend in my life. Him, her husband, and my sisters are calling me an insensitive asshole over this, all saying that there were no romantic aspect to their relationship and that I'm heartless. Her husband went so far as calling me a ghoul (laughs) for how I've reacted. I've never felt their relationship was appropriate and I hid that for years because I wanted to be with my husband. Now that she's gone, I don't feel I should have to hide it anymore and can speak freely. Am I the asshole for wanting him to just be done with her and for him to not attend the funeral? Him being done with her is attending the funeral, bitch. What you mean? Like, wh- what? You put up with this all this time while this bitch was alive and now that she's dead, this one you want to put your foot down? You're being Ridiculous. Because let me tell you something, when he gave me that speech in the beginning, you lied to me about this bitch being your ex-wife and told me she was a friend. Now that I'm finding out that she's your ex-wife, you giving me an ultimatum? Bet. Say less. Godspeed. <laughs> Choose her. You can. So I wouldn't even been in this situation because his handling of that in the beginning was trash. Even if they were just friends, you lied about it um, and didn't even give room for the fact that you lied. You just, this is what it is, you're gonna have to be okay with it. Bitch, please. Okay. So that being said though, you dealt with it for all of this time and then she died, and this is the hill you wanna die on at this point? Like you sound This is very
0: this is very different from the hill that the other lady died on. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> man i hope it was an incline on the way to her car wow you sound like the fucking <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> point still stands you won quit being stupid shut up <laughs> this is the last piece you need to worry about this man being so mad at you that he come back and throw that ring on the floor because you bullshitting. yeah that bitch it. it's, it's like somebody it's like you finna you in a fight with somebody and they slip on a rock and fall and bust their head and you put your hands in the air like you the goddamn champ of some shit that's what she's doing <laughs> yeah she's motherfucker she stone cold Steve Austin in out here you goddamn right because i motherfucking said so you ain't going to no goddamn funeral like what who are you No, yeah no like yeah. no semblance of empathy like she's speaking with every ounce of the hatred she had for her for her whole life yeah you know what i'm saying it's like there's no reason not to let your husband go and you know as far as the husband i wouldn't call her a ghoul um i wouldn't call her anything negative i wouldn't say anything bad because i wouldn't be in front of her to say none of that shit.
1: oh no that was the wife's the the friend the the deceased husband that called her a ghoul not her husband oh the de- oh okay I was gonna say woo no
0: the uh, deceased that was husband
1: Chris, but I you saying this room. shit in front of her husband and he just lost his wife you're a terrible person
0: <laughs> of course like come on man that is that's terrible okay I'm going I thought the husband her husband said that it no was it was of the other woman the saying. deceased woman yes that was no, the one I who mean, called her I a ghoul mean, no yeah yeah I went I would be out. Like, my mm-hmm. tolerance for this kind of thing would be low. You know what I'm saying? Um. Like, do you have anybody in your life where they're still in your life that if you had a new relationship that at some point you would meet them and have to tell your partner that this was somebody that you was intimate with before?
1: No. <laughs> I don't really... I don't really have any relationship with any of my exes for that to be a thing.
0: Ain't nobody at AUM or back in those days that you would meet up with these days in some capacity that you would have to say that?
1: Mm-mm. Okay.
0: No. When I'm done, I'm, I'm pretty done. <laughs> You've also it's- had no, like, neutral sexual or romantic encounters with a person that wasn't an ex that was just somebody that y'all kicked it?
1: I mean, I do, but I don't think it would be anybody that, I, again, it wouldn't, because I feel like that only matters if we're going to all be hanging out together. And I, I don't, and so, or like, or I still actively have some kind of a, a friendship with this person. And not really. I have, like, I dated uh AC Blow, but like, we barely talk it wouldn't really be a situation where I would ever have to say anything because we, we, I don't even, did I talk to him last year at all? (laughs) Like, I haven't talked to him in a while. Like, we literally talk a couple of times a year on the phone. But y'all used to talk a lot. We did. I don't even know what, I think, I don't know what happened. We just stopped. we don't talk as much. So now it wouldn't even
0: be a thing. But if it kicked back up though, that would be be somebody that you have to say.
1: Yes. Yeah. Got gotcha. you. So AC blow would
0: be one. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know when I would engage with any of my exes on some, uh, just general stuff. But I. I mean, I ain't, I ain't really burned a bridge for none of my exes in that way. <laughs> like, if any mean, of my ex call me and need something, then I'm inclined to help them with it at this point. So. I don't really
1: Cause even the police up my, this recent, most recent ex, I ain't even talking to him. <laughs> like he sent me a message apologizing and that was May
0: of last year or some shit like that. And I haven't talked to him. So question if you were in a relationship mm-hmm. and and your partner don't really engage with they exes, but they cool with them. And at some point they, ex ask them to help with something maybe help moving or help with something that they they needed or could use help with how could they tell you that what would be the best way for them to communicate that to you like do they have to be like all right now i'm gonna tell you something or can they be direct where it's like you know I have a relationship with, you know, my ex deal. Or would you have to have known that already? I would have from to have jump? known that already.
1: You, okay. can't, you can't present it to me in the same day that you're like, well, I'm finna go do this shit for this bitch that I just told you about. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, if I knew already, different. But, like, don't... That's too much. Don't present it to me the same day. Because my... Response is going to be
0: very indicative of the fact that you did all of this shit today and think I'm so gonna be able it. If it ends up that she asked him on short notice, then the answer for him would be, I can't help you this time because <laughs> I gotta <laughs> let my lady know that you exist, and next time I can help you. But like, she's reasonable enough that she'll let me help. But I, I can't just out of the blue pop up with an ex that ain't never existed to her and say I'm gonna go help do something I can't. So that we can't yeah. do that. No. Would not suggest it,
1: (laughs) but I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself to be like a super jealous kind of a person because my thing is this, if somebody's going to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. And I'm just not finna stress myself out Uh, because when I find that shit out, if you are, it's going to be a goddamn problem. (laughs) But I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not going to put energy into that. I just, I'm not. Now, some shit that don't make sense that it just, if it don't make sense, we're going to have a conversation about it. But like little nitpicky stuff, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Until you show me that I need to give a fuck. But outside of that, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's see why the other friend, this lady was excluded from the friend's funeral because I feel like you did some shit. Because why would you specifically be excluded <laughs> from a you funeral? You can't funeral?
0: come to the funeral.
1: And this was his best friend or his friend? Like, okay. And i an asshole for expecting my husband to stay home after I was excluded from his friend's funeral. My husband's friend, Joe, passed away after a long struggle with cancer. I was obviously devastated by this loss and we were good friends, but I admittedly, I, I'm admittedly not on good terms with his widow. I can't pinpoint what the exact issue is between us. All I can say is that we don't get along. The biggest blow up I had with her was after I posted health updates about Joe on my personal social media account. I thought this was normal since we do have lots of mutual friends, but she clearly had an issue with it. She called me names and then blocked me. Now the funeral is going to be in two days. I just found out I got excluded by her. My husband is still going, which I found unfair and quite devastating. I didn't want to miss Joe's funeral, but I can't do anything about it now. I did tell my husband that i expect him to stay home and not go after i got excluded he snapped and said what i was expecting was unfair and that whatever petty fight between me and joe's widow was none of his concern i told him that i'm his wife and he should stand by me especially when i'm being treated like this but he said it wasn't his problem now we're not speaking because of it some mutual friends are siding with me others think joe's widow created this situation to begin with Bitch, grow up grow up okay first of all expecting him to not go to his friend's funeral just because you and his wife got some beef and you can't go, when you wanna go to be able to say your goodbyes, so you gonna make him not be able to say his goodbyes over some petty shit that don't even involve him. Two, I hate when people do this. If if somebody has cancer and they're struggling and it's bad, and why are you posting shit on social media about it, like it's your husband? Let the family handle that. I, I feel the same way about people who get on social media, like, and talking about the death of somebody. Let the family, because it, it's like, you know how many times family members have found out about the death of somebody they love over social media because motherfuckers that ain't even in the family decide that they got to go post and tell everybody. I, that's one aspect of social media that I really fucking hate. It is how much we just feel like we got to tell everything all the time. Some shit is not yours to tell. If he is sick and dying of cancer, you don't need to be giving updates. I would have been annoyed by that shit too. If my husband is dying, why are you giving updates to people? We may not want to be telling people that. He may not want people to know. Like, you don't know what the situation is. And why is it yours to tell? We share way too much shit. That would have annoyed me too. Now, I don't know if it would have annoyed me to the point where I would have said you can't come to the funeral. But if you doing that kind of shit, you might have did some other shit to her. I don't really fucking know. But at the end of the day, regardless, for you to expect your husband and not go to a funeral over some petty shit between you and the wife is crazy to me. Like, be mad at her because that's who you upset with. You gonna punish him? I would never tell my husband he can't go. I'd be like, that bitch is tripping her ass off. But you know what? I this ain't about me. It's about Joe. I'm not gonna make a scene by just showing the fuck up. But I'm also not gonna tell you you can't go say goodbye to your friend. I hate that I can't go. It's fucked up and I think it's for a silly ass reason. But I'm not gonna be that disruptive. Like, it's not that deep. I hate people, that. Oh, you're my husband, you should shut the fuck up.
0: People telling me I can't do something that make me really irritated. Like make me want to do it. I'm saying I got to fight the (laughs) urge to do it like the best way to tell me that I shouldn't do something is letting me know that it's not in my best interest. Yeah. Now, I will make the assessment whether it's in my best interest or not, but I don't feel like you've barred me from it. I think you've given me an option or a variable. Now, I'm not going to like this option if I know that the implication for me is that you don't want me to participate in the thing. So I already don't like that, but at least it ain't you saying I can't do something. And I take the consequences of what you do, you know, from that, if you upset that I go, then okay, but I'm a very, very reasonable person. Meaning that if my friend dies and you for some reason think I shouldn't go to the funeral for any reason, exclusionary criteria, (laughs) marriage over, relationship (laughs) over. (laughs) Fling over whatever it is, it's over. You are unreasonable. You don't understand human dynamics. You don't understand the importance of friendship. You don't understand the process of closure as it pertains to a funeral. I understand all of these things, and you not understanding it means that we are no longer compatible. I just learned something about you, and you know the crazy. Sometimes you don't learn shit about people until motherfuckers around them die. Yeah, like when. I don't know if anybody's thought about this before, but when your partner's parents die, it's a possibility that you never get your partner back the way that you had them, if they were enmeshed in their family enough. Yeah. There is the reality. There are things that can happen to us in ways that something in this world can change us from who we are. It can be an accident. It could be becoming disabled. It could be losing people. It could be a near-death sickness. It could be so many things. Like, you know, your fluffy, cushy partner, all they need is a little bitty cardiac event. And now they finna work themselves to death to avoid themselves from dying. Yeah. And now they swole out here getting passes at them all the time. You not have to worry about that shit when they was fluffy as hell out here. <laughs> Matter of fact, you chose them because they were safer in that way. I Look, uh, you know, he bald-headed. His beard is ruggish. You know, he's a bit fluffy. Ain't nobody going to like him. I'm, I'm going to choose the fluffy dudes. But as soon as he motherfucking swole McSwallington, now you're going to be that MDM Security is going to show up. You don't be around no bitches at the gym, do you? Uh, it's, there are women at the gym all the time. Yes. You know, I can't, that's what, I can't help that you need to stop going to the gym. Okay, ma'am, exclusionary criteria. It's over. We're done. <laughs> We're done here. Most of
1: the comments, what well, one is, you know, getting in her ass about posting his health updates on social media. Again, I just feel like we have become such a culture of people that feel like, we just got to tell everybody every goddamn thing. Like, you don't. That wasn't yours to tell. It's very understandable why she would be annoyed with you about that. And the fact that you are talking about it in this way lets me know that you didn't apologize and probably continue to do shit because you just seem like that kind of a bitch.
0: Um, and and what was is, your motivation to even be posting those health updates if you didn't even respect the friendship and would, wouldn't even want your husband to go to the funeral if you couldn't go? Like what, what business did you have to, I mean, it sounds like you are out of your lane. Yeah. Continuously.
1: A continuous lane jumper. Like I just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And like, this is not about you. You have found a way. And this lets me know that probably in a lot of other areas of your life, you do this shit. You have found a way to make this man dying of cancer all about you. You have turned this into the, whatever your fucking name is show. And that's ridiculous. The funeral is not about you. This ain't about you. This is not time for you to say, well, you're my husband, so you I can't go, bitch, shut up. You sound stupid as hell. And again, this just lets me know what kind of person you are outside of this for you to even be having this conversation at this particular time. And again, this also lets me know that that probably wasn't the only thing you did that was problematic to the wife. She probably just tired of you. I would be too. Because I would have cussed you out by posting like, and you would have been cut the fuck off from all information concerning him because who do you think you ought to be posting this shit? You don't know what we have going on and why we may or may not want information to be out into the public. It's not yours to fucking share. But we just gotta do that. We gotta gotta if it ain't on Facebook or Instagram or it don't you know, pick so it didn't happen, post or it didn't happen. Like we, it's too much. <laughs> My God. You posting uh, information about this man's health, you're not even related to him. You're the wife of a friend of his. Like, girl, bye. You the asshole, obviously. I don't even know why you wrote in to ask. (laughs) Because you so obviously the asshole that it's almost offensive that you would even feel the need to post this Reddit shit, bitch.
0: Horrible. Yes. Horrible. Yes.
1: Do you have any...
0: I have several that you're going to choose one from. All right. Would I be the asshole for not inviting my poly friends partners to my wedding? Am I the asshole for telling my husband my best friend is non-negotiable in my life? Am I the asshole for walking around the house in underwear so my husband would ask his brother to stay in a hotel? Am I the asshole for telling a girl she's verbally and emotionally abusive towards her girlfriend? Why are you minding their business?
1: (laughs) Um,
0: It's a long one, though, so you probably won't avoid that one.
1: Okay. The wife who thinks the solution is to walk around in her drawers. I just want to hear what... How she's making this okay? What logic is she applying to this? Why does this make sense for her?
0: <laughs> it makes... The reason that it makes sense to her is because she thinks that her husband will be so protective of her in her semi-nakedness that that protection is going to be to block other men from seeing her. That's what she thinks going to happen. She thinks her husband going to be like, damn, bro, you can't be looking at my sexy wife while she's around here. You're going to have to go to a hotel. Let, but this let, is not a well-thought-out system. This isn't. is not a well-thought-out response. I want to know why the, the brother's living there. Go do that one, because I, I got questions. And it ain't long, so I don't even know if we got a lot of information. Okay. Am I the asshole for walking around the house in underwear so my husband would ask his brother to stay in a hotel? I used to be close with my brother-in-law, but we aren't anymore due to how he treated my best friend. I don't hate him or anything, but I would prefer he wasn't staying in my home. When my husband told me he he was coming to visit, I made it clear I didn't want him staying here, but my husband wouldn't budge and said, his visit would be shorter if he's here as they could work out what they were going to do about some family assets that they were thinking about selling more quickly. Seeing him in my home was irritating me, especially since he's the type of person who loves making dumb, sarcastic jokes constantly. I tried asking my husband to ask him to go stay in a hotel two days into his visit, but again, he wouldn't budge, so I outright told my brother-in-law I didn't want him here. But that still wasn't enough to make him leave i finally decided to walk around the house in my underwear because i knew he wouldn't be able to resist making a stupid comment and it would annoy my husband enough to make me ask his brother to stay in a hotel which is exactly what happened after my husband told him to go my brother-in-law accused me of thinking i was hot stuff who tried to lead my husband around by his dick and made a point to tell me it would backfire if i kept this up my husband also asked me if i wasn't going to continue the show during a fight as i stopped doing it once his brother left as my husband often has guests coming and going during the day, which made walking around our home in our underwear awkward. He was already upset with me, but the fact that I stopped immediately after his brother left seems to have upset him even more. Am I the asshole? So she did exactly what I said she was going to do. Except it fucking worked. I'm mad at him. for Why would you
1: allow allow her to, to do this? None of this makes any sense. Okay, first of all, you mad because... Your friend dated this nigga and it didn't work out. And maybe he was a dog-ass nigga to her. Whatever, I don't know. Okay, but because of that, you got a vendetta against your brother-in-law based off of this. He comes to discuss family assets. Usually you only discuss family assets when somebody's passed away. He's only there for that. Only gonna be there for a short amount of time. You so fucking petty and in your feelings that you just can't stand having him in the house, even for a few days. That in your mind, this man that you hate and can't stand, it made sense for you to go parading around in your drawers in front of him. The husband, because let me tell you something. If I was the husband and she did this shit, you okay. Keep up, Keep making yourself uncomfortable doing this. Because I know exactly what it is that you're trying to do and it's not going to work. You're just making yourself look like a dumbass. I don't even know why he allowed her. Why, why did this work? Because you know, I, everybody in this situation except for the brother-in-law is an idiot.
0: <laughs> both of y'all stupid. You and your husband. Because what the fuck? How did make sense? I mean, the brother-in-law is an idiot. Like, she's considerably smarter than both of them. Like, she knew. So, this is the crazy part because it didn't happen exactly how I said, her walking around here, her underwear turned on her husband, which is why he didn't want the brother around. It didn't upset him. It, it turned her on, turn him on. And that's evidenced about at the end, he got upset because she didn't keep doing that afterwards. Like he thought that she was going to start walking around in lingerie for him or some shit. So she read him. She also read the brother-in-law because The reason his brother-in-law got kicked out because he made some kind of sarcastic comment about her. Now, I don't know if it was sexual. I don't know if it was offensive. But whatever he said was enough for his brother to say, you got to go to a hotel, bro. And she knew that the brother was going to say that shit. So she read them. She did what worked for her in the moment. I didn't... (sighs) She made a smart move. It was just a stupid smart move. Yeah. Like, it was smart in the sense that it got her her results. It was stupid in that it shouldn't have. It's so like stupid. this wouldn't happen in any other scenario, and she don't even know. Like the brother, she don't even know. She could have been putting herself in danger and risk. Be- it, you don't. It's a bunch of things that she could have been putting
1: it that put
0: is- her, herself in harm's way, all because she don't like this man because of whatever happened with between him and her best friend. I wonder if she got a, uh, another. I wonder if she got any old videos on her account or old on her account talking about what happened. Uh, nope. I nope. don't don't look like it. I don't know. Don't know. Let's see what some of the comments do. What is? Yes, everyone sucks here. <laughs> yep. My God, what fucking mess have I just read? Y'all need help. Yep. But yeah, accurate. He said, "How does she suck?" Her husband disrespected her input on having a guest stay in their house. Get out. of should have never been allowed to stay there. If our original poster was uncomfortable with it. She tried respectfully getting him to leave two different ways, and he still stayed. So she did. Listen, man. Get out. By here. the time I get married, if I ever get married, I'm 38 now i've been with my brother for 38 years right like the idea that this social connection is supposed to automatically supersede these things to the point where people would be like that's his wife his brother should have respected that now she should have like he should have known not to have, come on man now, if his brother way, was the unless they i mean okay we, there's a scenario where okay if y'all splitting bills 50 50 then, okay, we don't know this, but if he paying all the bills, which is what be going on in a lot of these relationships, then, you know, I don't think that should be the case, but either way, I think on um, from a human human perspective, I don't think, I think that you should be okay with this. Like, there's some shit you're gonna have to eat up in the relationship. That's what I was just gonna say. I don't understand why people don't recognize that being
1: in a relationship, like, that- it's not the fun the not fun parts are shit like this where you have to compromise on some things now it'd be different if his brother was a creep if his brother was like handsy if his brother was like looking at her all the time making her uncomfortable then we're gonna have a sit down and have a serious conversation about why this nigga's not i'm not gonna be in the house so like if he's gonna stay here for however long i'm leaving i'm not gonna be here with your creepy ass fucking brother, right? That's a different situation than, well, he did my best friend wrong. So I don't want him in our house. Like, Girl, grow the fuck up. I don't, this, no, <laughs> no. And just because you sit and ask somebody, I hate when people say that, like, well, she asked him nicely two times and he didn't do it. So this was what she felt. Like she just because you ask somebody nicely, just because you present something to somebody, it doesn't mean you're going to fucking get your way. That is not a reason for for escalating it to some juvenile shit. I can sit down and have a, a nice conversation a back and forth with my partner about something and at the end still not get what it is that I want because we came to an agreement. Like he's only gonna, whatever. We come to a, a different agreement. Asking somebody nicely doesn't mean you're gonna get what you fucking want. So I don't care that she went to him and tried to talk to him two other times about this. That doesn't mean that he should have acquiesced simply because she came to him. Okay? She was being petty. It's not that deep. Like I said, if the brother made her uncomfortable, if there was some reason, if he stole, I don't want your thieving ass brother in here the last time he was here, he sold our stereo for crap. That's the valid reason I had
0: a brother yeah, to come that's, over. That's a valid reason.
1: Okay? But, like, this petty little shit because he dated your friend and it didn't work out, girl, this ain't high school. It's not high school. Y'all, too, y'all do too much. Like, Relationships are hard enough. You really want to make a thing out of something so simple? This is stupid. And again, he was coming over to discuss estate issues. And like I said, most of the time we don't we don't discuss selling estates and shit until some unless somebody's died. So I don't even know what was going on with that that this needed to happen. But you really finna interject this petty shit into something like a serious situation? I don't understand. I don't. Everybody sucks. This is a, all of this is stupid. <laughs> Except for the brother-in-law. He just, uh, unfortunately, his brother married a, a terrible bitch. I don't know. Y'all do the most, though, sometimes with this shit. Like, this is excessive, like I said. Because at best, right, if my husband's brother dated my best friend and it didn't work out, me, me and her are going to continue to talk shit about him when it's just us together. And maybe I, if I do feel some kind of way, maybe I'm not going to be smiling up in his face and like talking with him. I'm going to give him some some distance. But it, it's not going to be something that's going to make me be like, he's not welcome in our home anymore because he broke up with Sasha. Like, get the fuck out of here. We're grown. <laughs> it didn't work out. Your brother's a dick. We all know it. I'm glad it didn't work out. I, I, I told her not to talk to his bitch ass in the first place because I knew what a bitch nigga he was. But it's not going to make me be like, he, it's it, we're done with him. He broke up with Sasha. I just don't. Y'all do too much. And
0: they dealing with family business, too. Like, it ain't like he just there to just chill and parlay. They divvying up assets. You know? I mean, to be honest, I probably, in this situation, I would probably say, are you really on, this uncomfortable with my brother being here? And she's going to say yes. And me and my brother going to go get an Airbnb. And we'll stay over there for like three days and we'll eat out while we're there. We have a good old last time. And then when my brother will go, he can be gone. But like, you can't have everything precisely your way. What I'm trying to do is spend time with my brother and not be inconvenienced. Now, is different if like brother lived down the street or some shit, I guess. It's like, like, it is different. In my scenario, my brother would have come out from out of town.
1: It sounds like he because she's saying get a hotel because she wouldn't even been saying yeah, we well, right. just that's get right. a hotel right. so yeah. he has to have been coming from out of town too
0: stupid uh, so i think we will go me and my brother will go get a, a airbnb and we'll have a good time and when i come back home i'm back home and if she's mad she can be mad about that but she's gonna have to choose the anger that she she's gonna have to have because you know again i acquiesce to only so much But like, if I can have somebody over here not spending money and being here, then, you know, that's, and maybe these rich people problems, maybe these problems for people who got money. So it's like, that ain't even a calculation right now. It would definitely be a money decision. It's so stupid. The things that people
1: the world sucks right now (laughs) you know what i'm saying well all of the fuck shit that's going on outside of your home that you cannot control you really want to just have like petty little shit inside of your home fucking up that vibe too i'm just like i can't my home is my peace and like this this would not have disrupted my peace like i said if i felt the kind of way about my husband's brother at best i might have just like gave him like a lot of distance like y'all go do what y'all need to do you know i don't really fuck with him like that so I might, I might be making myself scarce, okay? I might plan a spa day with the girls and some shit and like we, I'll, I'll be back kind of shit. Like I don't really want to be here around him, but I'm not going to be so petty as to say he can't come stay in our house at all because he broke up with my friend. Again, it's the reason for me. That's what really is getting to me is that her reason for not liking him is because of a relationship he had with somebody in her life. Not because he did anything to her, not because he makes her uncomfortable, not because he's done anything to them as a couple. Like I said, if he was a thieving ass motherfucker, then sure. <laughs> there are reasons that I would be like, your brother's not welcome in my home anymore. And like, you can feel how you feel about that. But like, this nigga did this, this and that. But this, this is not one of those situations. Like, y'all really just be pressed about things that just do not need to be pressed. Yeah. It's just, it's just stupid. Um, all right. I think we got time for maybe one more.
0: Or are we out of time? We are. Oh, yeah, out of time. The other ones I don't feel are interesting to me. Okay. I don't care about them. All right. Um, if y'all hear any of these Reddit letters that I say, and y'all want to get in one, then let me know. I save them. So.
1: Yeah, I keep mine saved too. Um, like I said, well, we're doing hot ones, so it'll be. We'll have interesting stories. <laughs>
0: Yeah, next time we talk, we'll let you know if we recorded anything and if there was anything that stood out about that experience.
1: These hot sauces, man. Who came out with this idea to create it? Because, like, you got this, you have that one chip challenge where it's like really fucking hot. Like, who? Who was the motherfucker that was like, let's create the hottest shit ever that's edible and feed it to people? Because Hot Ones couldn't exist without the hot sauces existing. Like the whole concept of that show is getting famous people to eat hot shit and try to talk through it. But like, I'm talking about the people that make these hot sauces like, but who hurt you? (laughs) Who hurt you this badly that you just gonna take it out on all the rest of humanity? I'm confused, but also intrigued. And so... My goal is to get through all ten of them. I don't want to have to come back on here and tell y'all that I I tapped out at, at sauce five, but we'll see. Because uh, you know, I will tap out if necessary. We'll see.
0: Gotcha. And I'm all reserved. I don't I don't really do spice like that. Not uh-huh. because I can't, just because I just don't for the most part. So it'll be interesting. We'll see how far I can go. yeah you got anything else on your mind i do not all right well um until we come until we come to the next conversation we out holla